All right. So we are going to play two truths and a lie. So we are each going to say two truths and one lie, and everyone has to guess what our lie is. Who wants to start? Athena, how about you go? Oh, me? Okay. Thanks, Athena. All right. I once had a bunny named Sylvester. Um, I have six siblings, and I used to be really good at basketball. I think it's the siblings one. I was going to guess siblings. Hmm. Yeah, siblings. I've never been good at basketball in my life. No way, really? You don't have you a good have jump shot? Siblings? I have six siblings. Wow. I have sisters terrific. with my biological father, so Whoa. it's a little tricky. Okay. All right, Lauren, okay. go. Go, Lauren. You okay, got so I got stung on the tongue by a bee. Um, my family is related to Levi Strauss, like the jean company, um, and I have a double jointed thumb. I'm going to go with the jean company. Jean company. First one. Levi Strauss. The first one? Yeah. Yeah, it's a jean company. My lie. That was really good. That was Thank good. you. That would have been so cool. I know. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what you got for us? Awesome. Um, so I'm an only child. I have lived in eight different houses. And um, I'm a senior. Ooh. This is hard because I just... I'm going to go with eight different houses. I'm going to go with an only child. Um, only child. Yeah, you guys got it. I actually have a lot of siblings. I have seven siblings, but two of my step-siblings live with me, and then my other two half-sisters live far away, and my other two, three step-siblings, I have. I don't really see them very much. Interesting. Oh, those were good. Those were wow. good. She doesn't have a tell either. Like, there's, you couldn't tell. Yeah. Wow. All right, Father. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So, I had four animals growing up. I met Pope Benedict. And I also went to 24 different countries. Oh, those are good. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go with the countries. I'm going to go with Pope Benedict. I think countries. Pope Benedict is correct. Wow, good. I, I, had I met Pope Francis, I honestly... but I didn't meet Pope Benedict. I felt like I remember you telling our classes that. That's true, I did. That's right. All right, Nick, hit it. <laughs> First one was lie too. I actually have a And we are back here at quarantine. So glad to be with you today. And our topic for today is love yourself. My name is Father David Kidd. I'm Athena Getzi. My name is Lauren Strauss. And this is Ray Ann Lehman, senior at Central Catholic High School, who's on the lacrosse team and just got done helping out on our freshman retreat. I thought she'd be great to help us out here today and just talking about what it means to love yourself. Awesome. So, Ray Ann, how was the retreat for you? I really enjoyed it. I My group was kind of shy at first, and um, I had a few people that talked, some that gave answers that were like, oh, you didn't really need to say all that. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> then I had Too some students after we had gone through a couple things that ended up sharing and just expressing how they felt and showing their emotions more. And I actually had one student that I told her I'd help her with her math, like, 
because I'm really good at math. And I told him, like, any, all the students, like, if you guys need help with anything, like, I'm good at math. And the other leader told her I was good at this. I don't remember what it was. And one of the students texted me yesterday and was like, hey, like, I really need help with my math. Like, can you help me? I was like, of course. And I was so happy that, like, someone actually wanted my help. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when that's I need so help good. with math, I'll call you. Because <laughs> I'm not good at that <laughs> at all. Um, so today we're going to talk about loving ourselves and what that means. And I think first we really need to, especially in the high school world, we need to address that there is pressure to be dating. For sure. You feel that? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I remember that when I was in high school, that there is all this pressure to be dating. And what I always, like, I'm not kidding. I've had girls come up to me like, can you help me talk to a boy so I can like date somebody? Okay. Wrong. Don't do that. (laughs) I love you guys so much. And I've told you to your faces. That's wrong. So um, I think we have to start with first that like there's a purpose to dating. Right. And in in society, there is not so much. Right. Our culture is just that like we date. That's what we do. We we sleep around. We date. It's whatever. That's just how life goes. Um, But ultimately, if we're dating, we're potentially looking for our spouse right yeah Mm -hmm. um so like when I was in high school I was weird because I didn't date because I could be friends with somebody and I knew I could never marry that person in a hundred years so no thank you (laughs) um and I think nowadays we've lost that we've lost that thought and it's weird in high school to think about that it's weird Mm -hmm. to think about like okay if I'm gonna date this person in high school I need to be thinking about if there's a future there right because we're still kind of young. Um, but I think even more so if we want someone to love us well, right. And to be in a healthy relationship, we first have to learn to love ourselves. And I think especially, I'm really glad you're here, Anne, because I, I feel like especially high school girls, we are so hard on ourselves and it's really, really hard to sit down and like even think of the things that we're good at. Totally. Yeah. Um, Which I love that you like right out the bat were like, I know I'm good at math because that's, (laughs) I mean, that's fantastic because I, it's, I've done girls groups where I, I have everyone share like something they like about someone else. And then I'm like, okay, now what's your favorite thing about yourself? And the room is silent, Mm. like absolutely. And it takes them a long time to think of like one thing. Um, and I think part of it too is we fall in this trap of thinking it's somehow prideful to know what we're good at or some yes. positive attribute yeah. about yeah. ourselves. Yeah. I don't actually, want to seem cocky. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think part of it is it's actually a great sign of humility, right? We can know mm-hmm. our strengths just as well as we know our weaknesses. And I think that's also a great way when we can help people, as you were mentioning too, um, is when we notice in ourselves those gifts that we can share with others and that way then we're able to help others. Yeah. And I think... Um, I think part of loving ourselves is learning what what we lack um, and finding people that can help build that up or just help us out in that. Um, I know like as a youth minister, that's what we look for when we're looking for like those leaders, those adult people that are around you at youth group. When we're, we're not just picking people off the street, we're literally looking at, okay, what am I not great at? What, like we have to really humble ourselves and be like, what, what do I suck at? And who do I know that's really good at that, that I can bring in and like rock that? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I suck at dodgeball, right? <laughs> we just had a dodgeball night. Um, I was not playing. In high school, I would hide. 
I was so ecstatic that I found a core team member that as soon as I said, like, anybody want to lead dodgeball? She, like, jumped out of her chair. And I was like, fantastic. That's great. Um, but in our lives, we have to do that, too. We need to find we need to be able to be humble and figure out um, what are we lacking so that we can we can work on ourselves and we can love ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think, too, like the catechism starts right off with saying Christians recognize your dignity recognize that you're made in the image of likeness of God, recognize that you're awesome. And you know, one of the reasons why we want to do that is when Christ says, love your neighbor as yourself, we can't love our neighbor if we've never actually loved mm-hmm. ourselves and recognized why we're so lovable. Yeah. And if we can look and imagine how God looks at us, which is, hey, you're awesome, you're beautiful, you're amazing, it allows us then to share and to help others treating them in that same way as God treats us. Yeah, I love that point that you said where it made the image and likeness of God because um, God created us all individually on our own. Like we each are unique ourselves and there's no one else like us. Um, and we need to love God's creation because if, you, if you're if you not loving his creation, his beautiful creation, it's like you're rejecting him. Yeah. And I always think of it too as... Um, for me, I'm like an art, as, as my dad calls it, an artsy fartsy person. Um, so like if I were to make something and put all this time and effort into a painting and someone's response was, that's disgusting. Mm. I don't like that. Mm. Um, you did a horrible job. It doesn't feel great. Right. It, it like kind of kicks you down a lot. Um, and I think of that when I, even for myself, right, because we struggle, you get out of high school and you still struggle, ladies. I'm just going to tell you. Um, but like looking in a mirror, instead of pointing out the things that I can't stand, right? Like I'm a grown woman and I still get acne. What, what's happening, right? Stuff like that. Instead of looking at those things, I try to think of me looking at Jesus in the mirror because ultimately I am his creation. And would I say those things to Jesus? Like, would I look at him and be like, there's a huge pimple on your chin and you're disgusting? (laughs) Probably not. I don't think I would say that to Jesus. So why am I saying it to myself? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, I can be really hard on myself, too, sometimes. Like, I... I have this mole on the right side of my face and I hate taking pictures on that side. I... Like I'm on, it's on that side right now. And before I got up here, I was like, man, my right side's going to be showing. I learned to love that part of myself because I wanted to get it removed. And we got on new insurance where I could have gotten it removed. And I was thinking about it and I was like, I wouldn't be me without that. Mm -hmm. And as much as I hate it, I would hate it more if I didn't have it because it's who, it's what I look like. Like I would look at old pictures and be like, that's not me anymore. Mm. Yeah. It's a great it's really example. Good, That's right? awesome. Yeah. Thanks wow. for being vulnerable yeah. too. And you remind me too, you know, when, when I prepare couples to get married, one of the things I talk about is you have to love all your perfect imperfections. Yes. Right. The song, all of you, all of me, and you love all the perfect imperfections of the other person. And I think too, is, you know, when we desire and want to look to someone to marry, part of it too, is we're, we're, we're thinking, gosh, am I praying for my future spouse? However that person looks like, however that person, whatever I desire in that future spouse, am I praying for that too? Yeah. I just married a couple where the bride had written out exactly what she wanted in that future spouse and her Mm -hmm. husband. And guess who the man she married was about? Everything (laughs) that she desired was found in that guy. Yeah. And she expressed that and looked for those attributes in her future husband and found him. 
Yeah. And I think, too, like we we tend to be so hard on ourselves um, because I know even like I have high schoolers that are big football players and they're not as good as the other football player or they're not, you know, team captain or whatever it is. So like there's they don't see value in what they're doing. And um, I think it's important to remember that scripture passage that talks about how we're we are a body and and every single part of us. Right. Our bodies can't function if if an organ is missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing, like the world can't you are made for a reason and the world can't function um, as best as it could if you were missing from it. So even though like there's things that we can't stand about ourselves, um, I, you know, there's, there's all kinds of things, but even, (laughs) even if there's things we can't stand about ourselves, we, we need to love those things. It doesn't mean that like, if we're a really lazy person, it doesn't mean that we need to like accept that and be like, I'm just going to be lazy for the rest of my life. But we do have to love, love that about us and then love ourselves enough to work on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and we won't ever be perfect. Right. Yeah. But And to look for growth, right, in ourselves, not perfection. Mm-hmm. Right? To look for growth. How can I get better each day? Even if, you know, mm-hmm. we could think of, we could have a vice or something that we don't like about ourselves or something where just our ticks that we have, you know. And what we can do, though, is commit to each and every day trying to improve that mm-hmm. rather than expecting perfection when we wake up the next day. Yeah. I was just thinking in the context of dating, too, like making sure that you um, aren't changing who you are and changing yourself just for one person mm-hmm. that you think like is everything to you. You know what I mean? Like you um, need to just remember and know that there is someone that is going to accept you exactly for who you are. Yeah. And if that person doesn't recognize how awesome you are yeah. and worth the sacrifices to be with you, they're not worth your time. Mm-hmm. And it's the same Amen. with friends. It is the same with friends. Yeah. I have seen, um, you know, I was a high school girl once, so I just use them as examples. No more. way. I know. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, but I've seen so many girls who get in these friendships and then they completely change who they are because it doesn't align with this group that they are friends with. Yeah. And a lot of the time it's not for the better. Right. It's for the worse Um, because we're again, we're trying to fit in to what we should be instead of who we are. Um, And if it's if it's a true friend, whether whatever gender, guy or girl, I promise that they will love you for who you are, even in all of your imperfections, all of your mistakes. And they're going to forgive you when you mess up. Yeah. Yeah. And that forgiveness is key Mm -hmm. because we all mess up. We all mess up at times and to ask for that forgiveness too, not be uh, afraid to, to admit it too, but also to just say, Hey, can I, you may need a little help here. Let me help you out. Um, that's a good friend as well. Yeah. And, and being able to accept that help and not just saying like, well, I just want to do it all on my own and like fail and do all this on yeah. my own. Like I'm like that. Like my mom tries to offer me help and I'm like, Nope, I got it. I got it. Mm. And I learned to realize like, she's been through almost all the same things I have. Like, why would I not listen to what she has to say? Oh my gosh. So beautiful that you've already figured that out. I did not figure that out in high school. I don't always follow what she says, but I try to take the time to listen because sometimes I just have to go out and experience it on my own. But sometimes I can avoid really bad situations by just listening to what she has to say. Amen. That's so good. Amen. Preach it. it. Um, And I think that's important to remember too, is that like, the older generation of, of people around you 
have been in your shoes, right? They can be 90, they can be 18, however old. They've been in your shoes. It may have looked a little bit different, but they give really good advice. Mm -hmm. I still go to my mom for things all the time, even though I'm like an adult, right? Hopefully I'm a good adult, I don't know. (laughs) But um, I still go to my mom all the time because she's been where I am right now. And she can give me advice that like my friends can't give me. Mm. Um, Mm. And that's, that is so important. It's awesome to have friends that you're going to in high school that you feel close enough you can talk to. Um, But ultimately you want to find someone, a mentor that's older um, because they're going to challenge you to love yourself better than your friends are Mm -hmm. because they can do it in better ways. Which is something I love that we just started. We just started mentor Mondays at school and my mentor is the college counselor And she was, we had our first meeting on Monday and she, we filled out these papers about ourselves and she filled out hers and like read it to us and stuff. And she was like, if you don't want to read, don't read. If you just don't want to talk this entire school year, that's fine. I just want this to be a place that you can be comfortable in. And I thought that was so nice because me, I'm outgoing. I love talking to people, but like there's definitely kids in there that were like, I'm probably not going to talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I love that she was accepting of that because I heard that like, you know, like from other people that like they don't talk very often and they didn't like that, like they felt forced to talk in classes and stuff. And she was just so like, well, if you don't want to talk, don't talk. That's awesome. And I loved that. And be, and now that we have that every Monday, like I love that, like if I'm stressed about something, I can just be like, Miss Green, listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important. That's awesome that Central's yeah. doing that for you guys because yeah. that is so important. Yeah. And I think we all need that help too, right? And to have that guiding light to have, you know, to see, uh, an adult as mm-hmm. one of our advocates, right? One of our one cheering for us and wanting us to succeed, wanting us to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good to see um, that in others, to see that in adults who have been there and gone through the same things that we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah another thing too um, is to try try your best to try to fill yourself up with God in in prayer and just staying focused in that aspect of your life um, because you can't give of your time and your talents and your treasure like um like you just can't give of yourself if you're not getting filled first Mm -hmm. um and for someone else to love you for you to love someone else um friendship relationship whatever it is like it's going to be so much harder if you aren't being filled uh, by god's love first to love someone else and knowing your worth is Mm -hmm. such a big part of it like my junior year i was in a relationship with this guy he went to a different high school and like it started out all nice and like we just clicked so easily. We had so much in common. And then I guess we kind of just got used to each other. And I was in a situation that I no longer wanted to be in. And I knew that I deserved better. And I knew that what I was going through was not something I should be going through. And I ended it. And it hurt a lot. And like it still hurts because it just ended like a couple months ago. Yeah. So like I still get upset about it, but that's okay because at the end of the day, I know that I deserve better. I have better. I'll be okay. That's awesome. Girl, That's yes. so good. <laughs> you do so deserve good. better. That's, That's awesome. So good. Wow. Kind of going off of that note, um, and they sound funny, right? And I think for young guys, especially, like it's a weird thing to do. Um, but not only filling yourself with God, but filling yourself with positivity. So mm. affirmations, right? Yeah. I tell my my teens this, and they literally like laugh at me. They're like, "You don't do that." Um, <laughs> I do. So I literally will look in the mirror to start the day. And I normally for a week straight pick three things that I'm going to tell myself every single morning, Mm -hmm. even if I don't believe them. So 
one of them almost every week is I'm a good mom because I have a temper. So I remind myself that I'm a good mom, like even in those moments. Um, Sometimes it'll be that, you know, whatever it is that I'm really like harping on, whatever insecurity I have, that I love that, right? So if if it's, um, you know, that I couldn't lose baby weight, so now I'm like a curvy woman, well, okay, great. I love that today. Um, but it's it's weird and it feels weird. And I like I challenge you to say it out loud. Okay, um, maybe not around people because then it is a little <laughs> bit strange. But like if you can look in the mirror and you can say like, okay, maybe it's um, I don't like my eye color. Like I always have wanted blue eyes. Well, then you say like I I love my my brown or my green eyes. Maybe it's you have crooked teeth and it's super like insecure. I love my smile. Um, and it can even be things that are deeper. Um, whatever it may be, it, it can also just be like things that you're going to challenge yourself to do. Mm. I'm going to pray today at least three times. Yeah. If I don't say it out loud, it goes away mm. because I'm not forcing it out mm. into the open. So I can say I'm going to pray in my head or like think it and then nothing happens. But if I say out loud, I'm going to pray. Now, granted, I'm married and live in an apartment. So when my husband hears these things later on, he's like, hey, did you do that? Mm. Um, but the more you say things out loud, the more you start to believe them. Yeah. Um, and I think especially with our culture and our society, um, evil is out there and it's trying to break us down yeah. and tell us that we are never going to be good enough. Yeah when actually you're good enough just the way you are yeah. like you are god created you to be that person for a reason and to yeah. be you for a reason so you're already good enough we're just striving to be more christ-like right. um and the more that we can say these things out loud the less power they have over us yeah. so whatever it is like we we talked about that with confession that the more that we say these things out loud, the less power that they have and the more we get to be in control of our own thoughts and our own feelings towards ourselves. Yeah. And when we find a wonderful spouse or maybe it's then a friend who will not only encourage us, right, give us positive feedback, but also to hold us accountable where we say we want to make changes in our life. They're going to be there for us to say, hey, remember you said that. Yeah. And that's all. That's what we want in our friends. That's what we want in a future spouse. And that's so true. Like saying the stuff out loud. Like uh, I have a friend and he like whenever I get upset, he says, go look in the mirror. Tell yourself out loud. You love yourself. If you don't go tell yourself you love yourself, like I'm not going to talk to you. You have to go tell yourself. <laughs> yeah. And every time I get up, I get out of my bed and I go tell myself I love myself just the way I am. And like. That probably happens like at least every other week. Yeah. And I like have a sticker on my mirror that says you are beautiful and just like little things like that can do so much for yourself. Keep that friend around. Yeah. <laughs> that's an awesome friend. No, but even I mean, I used to write on my mirror, my my sister actually got this mirror once she moved back home from college and the things were still on it and it took us forever to clean. But I would write um, scripture passages. So for me, a huge one was I have a little sister and I always felt like she got her way and my life was so tough. Yes. Sometimes that was true. Most of the time it probably wasn't. But so my scripture passage was from Sirach saying that God is a just God and he has no favorites. Okay, I don't remember scripture well. That one I will never forget because I wrote it on my mirror. So anytime I went to throw a fit, even in high school, when I went to throw a fit to my mom that like, hey, you know, my sister's getting better treatment than I did when I was her age, I would literally look at that Bible verse. Now, a lot of the time I would still go throw that fit, 
but I would remember the Bible verse as I was doing it and it, it really helped. And it's something now that, you know, even when I'm, um, either with family or in my job or whatever it is, like I keep that always in my mind so that if I feel like something's not fair or that um, I'm not getting special treatment when I want it, I just remember that like God doesn't have favorites. He loves us all. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that we're talking about loving yourself, but I think this goes hand in hand with what I'm about to say is that like if you are at school and you see one of your friends or just even a random person, they're walking down, maybe they're wearing a really nice outfit that day or they did their hair that day or something like that. They look extra nice that day or something. Um, like just affirm them in that moment and say, yeah. you look beautiful today. Or like, yeah. I really like that outfit on you, you know, For and just sure. saying like giving them a like hyping them up too. That's like super important, I think. Um, and that's just another way to help them love themselves too. So. Yeah, when I get compliments or like, even if it's just like some random person like in the grocery store or something, they're like, oh, I really like your shoes. I'm like, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> you do? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I'm going to wear them again. <laughs> it's true though. Like, you I'm want a pair? Up. I'll get you a pair. <laughs> and like, I think especially like in high school, we tend to think that like when people are complimenting us, there's like something behind it. Like, like I, I there's remember an angle. That, All right, what do they want? I, I, I remember that in high school. Yeah, homework. like I remember thinking like, okay, so she said she likes my shirt. So does she actually like my shirt, or is or she, she making fun it, of yeah. it? Or like, they we put so much thought into it, and I think it's because people don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't affirm each other enough and lift each other up enough. Yeah. We are so critical of one another, um, and we pin each other against one another that it's so hard then to just accept a simple compliment. Yeah. Like someone tells me that my hair looks good, and to this day I still will like run to go look in the bathroom to be like, <laughs> "Did it actually look good? Are you telling me it's like funny? Are you?" Or like my favorite is I always like if someone tells me my hair looks good, I'm like. I don't normally wear it like this. Are you telling me it looks bad normally? Like, you know, it's what we do. And I think it's so important that part of loving yourself is loving those around us. And we feel better when those people Mm -hmm. feel better. Yeah. 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 Like making others happy and like seeing other people happy and complimenting them and like seeing like their face light up when you say something nice to them. I'm just instantly like, well, it's going to be a great day. Mm -hmm. Today's going to be so great. Yeah. 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 And it's crazy. Um, Another simple way, and it might be hard for some of us to love ourselves, is literally just to smile more. Oh, yeah. You, it's really hard. It's really hard to stay mad or to stay sad if yeah. you're forcing yourself to smile, even if it's a fake one. If you're forcing yourself to smile, eventually you kind of forget like what it was in your brain that was making you feel that way. Um, and again, your smile can lift somebody else up super easily. Yeah. You got to smile with your eyes, especially now with the quarantine, but yes, that's true. Smile because it makes all the difference in the world. What if I don't have, have eyes when I smile? You have eyes when you smile. <laughs> I don't either. Okay, They're, like, right. They're super thin. Well, awesome. Well, Rayanne, do you want to give us one more little plug? Oh, of course. So here at Awaken Catholic, if you'd like to support us, if you like what we're doing, please go to awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hello. <laughs> if you have a hard time with your prayer and would just like some help with that, who doesn't? There is an amazing Catholic meditation app that will help you grow in your spiritual journey. And if you go to the link on our website, you can get a free month of premium. How awesome. That was really good. Well, thank yeah. you for being here, Rayanne. We really enjoyed having you. Thank you for having me. Um, and hopefully, everybody, we go forth loving ourselves better.
Absolutely. Completely. <laughs> Amen. This all right. show and all media <laughs> yeah. on the Weekend Concert is made possible by the Awakened Nation and the Hollow app. The Awakened Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.